Welcome to our five-day career growth bootcamp with me, Mei Ping, ex-corporate leader who has led teams across multinational companies, um, across 43 countries in my more than 10 years of corporate career. And nowadays, I'm spending my time as a career coach, corporate mentor to nine-to-five professionals just like you. So if you are joining me live today or throughout this entire week as the bootcamp has gone along, that tells me that you truly care about your career. So congratulate yourself for actually spending the time and being here and wanting to learn how you can grow your career. Maybe it's this week, next week, next month, next year, or ideally it's just something that you know you have while consistently thinking about because your career is a journey, it's a marathon, it's not something that is like super duper short term. So perfect. Now, if you have just chanced upon this bootcamp and you're just wondering what this is all about, so this is basically my five-day career growth bootcamp. Now, we are going to be doing some quick exercises together. So if you just want to go through it with me, uh, want to have the, uh, the presentation with you, you can actually download my five-day career growth guide at www.mating.com. So this will kind of give you just a, a better sense of like what you have been talking about in the past few days. And if you want you are know, the kind of person like me that you like a printout, you like to kind of like go along together, yeah, I think you'll find this guide super duper helpful as well. So if you haven't downloaded it, you can go to www.mating.com to get it. All right. Now, I'm going to give you a quick itinerary of what we have been talking about in the past couple of days together. One of the things that I think a lot of 9 to 5 professionals really struggle with is that, like, you know, everybody talks about wanting career progression. Everybody wants to climb the career ladder. Everybody wants to make more money. And I think those are really, really big goals. But the path of getting to making more money, the path to getting to career progression, sometimes is not very clear cut. And this is really what we have been focusing on in our bootcamp in the past five days. So in the past um, few days, we talked about career clarity. What do you want? Then move into career confidence as to how are you feeling? Because you can kind of know what you want, but you may not still feel confident about it. Then once we have career clarity and confidence, we talked about career competence. So career competence is then about what are you good at? Because yes, you can have a lot of passion. You can you know, know what you want. You can feel motivated all the time. But if you cannot deliver, the skills or you can't actually deliver the projects or the KPIs, the performance goals that are attached to you, at some point, the motivation will probably die down as well. So that's where competence comes in. Now, once you have cleared out the three C's, so the clarity, confidence, and competence, now we are ready to talk about delivering real value. So this is now the question of value positioning. So value positioning really is down to the question of what can you offer? Because no company, no employer would want to pay top dollar, would want to promote someone that cannot offer something a little bit more. Now, we can define what something a little bit more means, but generally speaking, you really want to make sure that you can clearly articulate your value in a way that your boss, your head of department, your company, C-suite can understand. And therefore, if there are any opportunities that popped up, you will be the first person that will be allocated that opportunity, right? So this is kind of like the way to think about why learning how to deliver real value is important. But the other part is like making sure that other people understand the value that you bring as well. So it may sound like the same thing, but it's kind of like not the same thing. And I think this is really an area that a lot of 9 to 5 professionals struggle with and they get confused about as well. Now, once we tackle the value positioning portion and everything is really clear, 
for you today, you know, via today's uh, bootcamp. Then tomorrow, which is the final day of our bootcamp, we can then talk about all about online branding, which is really learning how to stand out. Now, I think the mistake that a lot of people make is that they want to impress, they want to stand out, but they don't really know what they can offer. Now, that's really dangerous because if you think about a person that is trying to get a lot of attention um, online through personal branding, through online branding, through LinkedIn branding, but they don't really know what they can offer. So when people start to get to know you, but you don't even know what you're good at, you don't know what you can offer, you can come across very empty. And really, that's not the professional reputation that you want. And it's worthwhile to think backwards and really like, I guess not think backwards, but really to, I guess, plan ahead, right? And that's why the bootcamp is really planned, uh, really intended to help you plan ahead. Okay, so this is um, the five-day itinerary and we've already kind of gone through quite a bit of those as well. So let's dive into what we want to talk about today, which is value positioning. So if you are someone who has always struggled to even come up or even identify what your value is, I think you'll find this session super duper helpful. Now, if you're one of those person that, you know, think that, hey, you know, maybe as long as I work hard, I think I will get recognized, you know. Maybe my boss, you know, knows that I want the promotion. You know, probably I'm going to get the new opportunity soon. Maybe this, probably that, possibly this. Now, if you're using words like this, it means that you are making an assumption. Now, people who are successful, people who progress in their career, they don't make assumptions, okay? So if you find yourself making assumptions, that you actually don't have a value positioning um, statement. You kind of have a, what is a strategy sort of mindset, which is the most helpful thing. So that's really nice. We're really helping you craft your value positioning statement today. It's really something that you can use for any networking activities. It can um, be used for your performance reviews. And it can even be used as part of your job search strategy as well. These are actually things that I teach to students in my career course. And they are nine to five professions just like you across all levels from ages like 20 to 50 years old. So that's something that hopefully I can give you a bit of an idea of some of the insights and knowledge that I share with my clients and students as well. All right. So let's um, kind of like dive into it. So as I said, you know, First thing, it always starts with career clarity because how can you position your value and convince someone that you're worth the money, you're worth the opportunity if you don't know what you want? Because if you don't know what you want, then the messaging that you're going to deliver, like the value positioning, the articulation is also going to be really messy as well. So before you start thinking of like, hey, you know, I want to uh, progress my career, I want to more opportunities, I want more money, I want more salary, then really make sure that you spend a little bit of time to think about what do you want. So these are some things that have been covered in the earlier days bootcamp. So if you haven't um, had the chance to look through it yet and you want like access to all the replays, you can definitely download the PDF guide that I talked about earlier at www.meeting.com and you can watch that bootcamp there. Once you have clarity, perfect, then you're ready to get into the second step. Now, once you have clarity on what you want, then the next thing is to make sure that you are confident in what you can offer. Because remember what I said, right? Value positioning is all about what can you offer, right? What can you bring to the table? But in order to convince someone else, the first person that you need to convince is yourself. You need to be really sure and confident to say, yeah, this is something that I have skills in. This is something I believe I can do. 
even the past success that I've had in my previous company, my previous role, or I've done something similar. So the first person that you need to convince is yourself. And therefore, I really wanted to cover career confidence in day two. Then we gradually move into day four, which is value positioning. So this is really making sure that it's not like doing the thing, but it's also doing it in the right sequence as well. So if you're going to, so if you're going to offer anything at all, if you're going to ask for progression, opportunities, and money, I want you to first make sure that you are really confident in what you can offer and you feel good to pursue any opportunities. You feel good to pursue any career progression that you're thinking of. Then moving on. It's good to have clarity what you want. It's good to also feel good with what you're looking for. Then the next part is really like the heart and soul of a corporate job. And that's all about competence. What are you good at? So yesterday, in yesterday's bootcamp, we talked all about how do you identify which skills do you need to focus on that can truly impact your current job in a positive way, meaning helping you better achieve your performance goals as well as helping you chart that career direction and career path that you are looking for. So yesterday, we talked all about how do you create your career development plan for 12 months because your career is a journey and you want to make sure that as you are thinking of progression, as you're thinking of the next thing, as you're thinking of the value that you can bring, you are upskilling along the way as well because there is no point thinking that, hey, thinking, I want to add value, I want to add value, I don't add value. I'm like, okay, great, but how, right? And the how is skills, right? Because if you don't have skills, don't have, don't have expertise, then the idea of value is just going to be like, you know, it's an idea, right? An idea that, is, that has no substance will not get you anywhere. So therefore, make sure that you go through the exercise that I recommended in day three full time which will help you really identify what other skills that you need to improve, focus on, enhance, that will really help you to get that next step in your career. Now, now that you have all of that, right, your foundation is strong. Like I said, you know, once you have the three C, clarity, confidence, and competence, then we can talk about value positioning because now, now you are in like the, um, not just mindset, but you also have the skill set to not just convince yourself, but to convince your boss, your uh, future employer, your company, that you are worth it. What, so basically, what are you worth for? Higher salary, new opportunities, better projects, um, more recognition, um, salary increment. It could be many more things, but most of it, it will likely tie with the career goal that you have for yourself. So let's look at it together. Now then, you know, let's go through this question of what can you offer? So is this a question that you have been asking yourself as well? Or were you too focused on just wanting the, the um, promotion or the salary increment or to get higher in your next opportunity without really thinking about what can you bring to the table? Because the reality is that it's going to be really difficult and you probably shouldn't expect to get a promotion, uh, to get a salary increment or even to get hired to your next company if you don't plan for it, if you don't position yourself well for it. Because opportunities do come when you have a good plan, a good strategy, and you take back those steps. Now, one thing is to also ask yourself is, do you know how to identify, articulate, and to explain your professional value? One of the things I notice in um, a lot of um, 9 to 5 professionals, particularly on platforms such as like LinkedIn and other social media, is that a lot of people want to deliver value, you know, 
young professionals always come to me, you know, on DMs, messages telling me that maybe I want to add value. Maybe I want to do better. Maybe I want more opportunities. I want to work on my personal branding. You know, I heard that this whole um, personal branding thing is all about storytelling. So that means that I don't really need to do anything. I just need to learn how to talk well. Now, I think all these are not the right mindset to have. And if you are following me or part of my community or you're even signing up for my career program, you know that this is really not what I teach for long-term career success. So long-term career success is really all about that inner confidence of actually knowing what is the value that you bring and then learning. Now, first thing is knowing. Then we learn how to communicate, articulate that so that somebody else also understands it, right? So a lot of people is that they... First thing, they cannot even identify what is the value that they bring. Like, what is their value as a corporate professional? Like, why you and not someone else? Like, why me and not someone else, right? That's the first part. Knowing it and identifying it for yourself, then you can move into the next part. And the next part is about how you are going to convince someone else. Because if you don't convince someone else, then no opportunity will come, whether it's internal within the company or outside also. So, I'm going to now teach you a very powerful pitch you can use to sell yourself. And this is something that I have used and this is also something that I teach in my career program to my students as well. Now, this is a pitch that you can use during work networking internal or you can also use it in job searching, which is going to be a little bit more external as well. Basically, this is going to be like your career summary value positioning statement that is your elevator pitch, okay? So if you're going to meet someone new or you're going to meet someone that you don't really talk to as often, as part of networking, as part of chit-chat, as part of whatever, these are really some of like the key points you really want to make sure that it's clearly delivered because the reputation is all about what somebody remembers of you. And don't um, let it be anything. Right? You don't want to be known as like the, the office clown. I mean, unless that's what you want. But you know, if you want career progression, you probably don't want to be remembered as the person who's late all the time. You don't want to remember as the person who is like office clown or you know, the person who I think has done a little bit of tech and I think was a former engineer, that sort of thing. Because that is the impression that somebody is uh, that has created of you, which is fine. But what I'm trying to say here is that you can always be very proactive with the reputation that you want to set for yourself. And that actually comes by determining what is your value positioning? And we're going to do it together today. Now, if you already have the um, PDF guide, that's great. Or if you want to make sure that you download the 5-Day Career Growth PDF guide, you can go to www.maping.com so that you can do this exercise together. So let's look at today's exercise step-by-step. Step. And I'm calling this the Craft Your Career Summary Professional Pitch. So if you're someone who doesn't have a professional pitch and you don't know what this is, and you're also wondering if you can add value, I think you'll find this exercise super duper helpful. So let's do it in three parts. So do it together with me. Now, part one. Part one is really who you are, right? First line. Now, first thing, this is actually a really, really, um, really helpful formula that I've used it for myself for a very long time. And you can use it in your resumes, you use it in your interviews, networking, and everywhere else. Now, let's start with part one. I am a... Now, what you're going to fill in right now is what is the core expertise that you have? So basically, it's going to be I am blank professional with how many years of experience in whatever area. So let me explain it a little bit more. Now, a lot of people, right, when they talk about their career history, it's, it's kind of like a grandmother story, right? If you 
have you hired people before? And I used to be a former hiring manager. I used to be head of department. I've interviewed people from fresh graduates all the way to director level hiring for my team. The problem with a lot of people is that when you ask them, you know, you know, tell me about yourself or like, hey, you know, um, I'd like to learn more about like, you know, your career history. Actually, what have you done in your career? However, the question is, whether it's during an interview or just during networking, I find that a lot of people, they will start telling me their life story. They will start from the day that like, uh, you know, which high school did they go to? You know, which university? You know, what courses did they take? Uh, when did they graduate? Then from the first job to the second job to the third job, fourth job, it's like, the person took like maybe 20 minutes to explain. So ask yourself, are you the same as well? So if somebody asks you, hey, what are you doing? Like, you know, what's your career background like? Do you find yourself taking 20, 30 minutes to explain? Because if you are doing that, you are not positioning any value at all. You're not communicating any value that you bring. What you're doing in your 20, 30 minutes is just basically sharing your life story, which will... Um, not be helpful because the person who is listening to you is probably quite new to you. That person will zone out as well. So what you basically want is that one sentence or that that opening sentence that's going to capture somebody's attention. So this is kind of the way to do it. You really want to identify what is your core expertise, and this will be defined uh, will define you as a professional. So basically, you're a professional with what kind of expertise? And if let's say you are only able to use two or three words to describe. What kind of like corporate professional are you? What would that be? So I'll give you a simple example. Now, this is something that I personally use for myself for a really long time. So I've always said, I am a governance, risk, and compliance professional with more than 12 years of experience in the So this first sentence is really important. Get, make sure you get the first sentence right before you move to anywhere else. Now, if you notice the way that I've explained for myself is... What I've done is I've put in three core domains of my major expertise across the 12 years of experience. Now, this is really important because nobody has the time to learn about the 12 years of experience or how many years of experience that you have if they are not interested in you or if they don't understand what is your expertise in in the first few seconds. So I think about what is the three domains for you? Because for me, right, for me, Mayping, it's I'm a governance, risk and compliance professional with more than 12 years of experience in X. But what about you? Think about your entire career journey and really ask yourself, if you only have to pick two or three words to describe the area of expertise, what would that be? So I'll give you another example. Then these are basically examples from you know, students and clients in my career program. And when I help them with um, drafting this value positioning statement, usually doing the um, resume portion, and this is something I teach as well, we will go through a lot more details. So I'll give you some examples as well. So... I worked with a client who was in the um, um, project management, operational, um, you know, risk, you know, risk management operation space. So for her, you will have to be IMA, project management, and operational excellence professional. So that's the forwards for that particular client because that's something that she has done for the past four years, right? So I'll give you another example, and this is actually an example from a client who. Before working with me and before joining my program, she has been job searching for, I think it was eight months, and she only got two interviews. And the reason is because she doesn't have a professional pitch. And I helped her to redesign it. Hers eventually sounded like IMA, Digital Marketing, and um, I think it was a performance tracking specialist with more than seven, year, seven years of experience in X. So basically, what I'm trying to tell you here is you must have expertise in something. 
Okay, it cannot be nothing. If you don't know what those is, make sure that you zone down. Can you pick three or four words, areas of expertise that you can immediately help somebody understand what have you been doing in your entire career? That's kind of like the way to think about it. And obviously, you also want to write down how many years of experience that you have. But definitely, if you look really young, and this is also a problem that I had for a very long time, if I didn't write down how many years of experience that I had, people tend to think that I was a fresh graduate or junior executive, which was not very helpful um, based on how I look. But it's something that if you know that people may have a certain perception and as part of your value positioning, it is beneficial for you, we want to make sure that we put it in. So I challenge you to really write down with me, uh, write it you know, down together with me uh, on your paper or the guide that you've downloaded. What kind of core expertise do you have? And how many years of experience do you have in this particular area or throughout your career journey? So pick three or four words in the area of expertise that you can use to quickly describe yourself for someone who doesn't know who you are and what you can do. So do that one, please. Okay. Once you have that, we can then move into part two. Now, part two is to really demonstrate to other people that you're not just you know, in this area working X number of years, but you are someone who can deliver results. And you have previous experience doing certain things that may be very valuable for your particular role as well as the next role, right? The next company that is going to hire you for. So this is a recommended um, sentence for to help you think about it. So you want to say it this way. Right. I have proven abilities or, you know, I have successfully delivered, whatever, right? It's the same thing, right? Proven abilities to deliver. So here are some uh, tidbits to help you think about it. It can be a task, it can be an outcome or an achievement. I'll give you an example of something that I personally use in my career. So I will say, I have proven abilities to deliver end-to-end -end strategic implementation of the correspondent bank risk management um, strategy across number of countries and you know through deployment in i don't know 20 countries um you know, with engagement with c-suite leadership in five regions so what i'm trying to show you here is that we want to show someone what you can do so if let's say you were to wrap up your entire career think about your entire career if your career is three years five years you know 10 years or even 20 years doesn't matter but it's about how can we wrap up the entire career into a very simple sentence to say like, the biggest achievement that you have done or the, the most relevant achievement that you want to sell to the next company, what have you done, right? What have you successfully delivered? What have you successfully completed? Right? I'll give you another example. This is a, uh, from my other student as well, who's a project manager. So it could be right, proven abilities to deliver multiple, uh, multiple key priority projects right, um, across um, five countries. Um, you know, within the, um, within the allocated budget and timeline stipulated. So that could really be the key selling point to say, yeah, you know, I'm not just a project manager. I'm not like, yes, I'm a project manager, but I'm not just a job title, if that makes sense. It's like, I have successfully delivered these core responsibilities that you would expect a good project manager to be able to do. So this, basically, this is kind of like how it ties in together. Because you can't just say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm good at something. Someone's question is going to be like, okay, but like, how do I know you're good at it? And can you give an example? And by putting in this part two of the sentence, you're kind of like selling the biggest example. And there, there could be more, sure. But if you are someone who just cannot even identify what your value positioning is, I really want you to get started with this because it will really 
get you start thinking about like what have I done throughout this entire career? These things are things that yeah, if I say that I'm an accountant, if I say that I'm a consultant, basically what have you delivered to make someone say the whoa, you know, maybe he's a great consultant, right? Maybe he's a great compliance officer. Like what have you done? In the sentence, right? Put it in a sentence to convince someone else that you have done that, right? Okay, so part two, as I said, right, it's all about like the, the key you know, performance goal, the, like the key outcome that you have delivered, um, which is usually a bit more technical, a bit more related to your job title. So once you've done that, we can then move into part three. Now, part three, right, is actually all about the people skills. Now, this is actually something I noticed that is missing in a lot of people. Um, a lot of nice professionals, they're very focused on technical skills, which is okay. But you need to remember that... Um, if you cannot work with other people, you'll probably not get hired, okay? So, you know, if you're talking to a recruiter, you're talking to a HR, you're talking to a hiring manager, if you're talking to your boss or like in your department, you want to make sure that you are someone who can be relied upon, you are someone who can really work well with other people. So therefore, the part three of value positioning is now coming to your soft skill. So remember in the previous day's bootcamp, I also gave you some examples as to how can you identify some of the key soft skills that you really need. So now, part three. Here's an example for you. What is your strongest soft skill? And how can you give an example to say that, yeah, I'm really good in this. So this is an example that I, I've been writing for a very long time for my personal career. I always say, you know, you think a strong communicator who has worked, who has worked with um, teams across 43 countries um, you know, to deliver whatever projects and across um, different career levels. So... Or even for you, you can say, you know, I am a um, proven, you know, I have strong presentation skills with the ability to present to, you know, up to C-speed level. You could do that. Or you could say that, you know, I am a strong collaborator who has the ability to work closely and liaise with um, multiple departments in my company. So what I'm trying to say here is that, like, what is that soft skill that can convince your boss or the hiring manager that, yeah, if they hire you, if they choose you, you don't have to worry that you cannot adapt to the other people already working in the company. Does that make sense? Like, you really want to think about this value positioning statement into three parts. First is, who are you throughout your entire career? The second part is, like, what is the technical ability that is expected from someone with your job title or the next job title that you're looking for? And the third one is to convince the hiring manager or your boss that, that you are ready from a people skills wise. You may not be a people leader yet, but you just want to make sure that you clearly convey that you can work with someone else. Now, this is really, really important because I have worked with a client before who um, really struggled to look for a job and at that time, he was unemployed for, I think, six months already. And he was a data analyst. Now, what the problem with a lot of data analysts is that she, he was really, really good at his job, right? You know, he had a lot of expertise and that was fine. But the problem was that he didn't sell the fact that he had really good soft skills because I think with a lot of um, very IT people, most of the time, you know, communication skills could be like a lacking skill, but he didn't take the opportunity to, to sell to the hiring manager that he's a great communicator. And once we included that portion into his value positioning, he managed to get a senior level job that is way, that paid way more than what he was initially applying for. So what I'm trying to say here is that you really want to think about your value positioning in a very holistic manner. It's not just like what you're doing today. It's not just what you're doing in this current job. But it's overall in your career. Like, like what makes you valuable? Like why, 
what makes someone want to hire you? Why would your company want to retain you? Now, sometimes it's not just about like the next the next job, right? But it's also about what would the you know what is it that you have and you can do, you can offer. The current company, the current boss also want to retain you because I can tell you that. I've worked with many students, even in my career course, the Copper Survivor, and they attend my mentoring call. They give me all these updates. And I've also have some students that even though the company had undergone a layoff exercise, a restructuring exercise, their position remained. And they were able to get new opportunities within the company because the company really wanted to retain them. So I hope that this kind of gives you a bit of an inspiration as to if you know how to position your value well, you know exactly what you can offer and you're able to communicate that not just in this current job but throughout your entire career and you are someone that other people really want to work with, you really don't have to worry what's going to happen in the job market. You don't have to worry what's going on in the economy because if something is going on, you are probably the first person that the, your boss wants to save, the company wants to save or you know, the next company will want to hire anyway. So you'll not be as impacted as the other people that you consistently see during you know, ch- uh, times of economic crisis and everything else. So just like something for you to think about. And this is really something that I have worked with many clients on. And nowadays I've you know, wrapped up everything, taught this step-by-step in my career course, The Corporate Survivor. So I really want you to take some time to think about, right, what's your career summary? What's your professional pitch? Because if you don't have one, you are really missing out. You must have a professional pitch. You must have a professional career summary, right? So if you haven't done it already, make sure that you go through part one, two, three um, with me today. And if you want a copy of uh, this, I guess, presentation that you're seeing right now, you can always get the Five um, Day Career Growth PDF Guide at www.mating.com so that you can go along as well. So one thing I want you to really, really remember is that value is very subjective, right? Of course, everybody, you know, can make an impression, can have a perception of whether you're good at something or not good at something. Other people can have a perception of whether you deserve the opportunity or not. But what I'm trying to teach you here is that we can be very proactive to manage how other people see the value that we bring. So don't just let someone else determine your reputation. You really want to think about, hey, Am I portraying myself? Am I communicating it in a way that other people can see the value that I bring as well? Because if value is a perception, I mean, that's fine, but nothing is stopping you from being able to convey and remind someone to say, hey, you may not know this about me, but I have worked X number of years and I have expertise in this and this area and these are all the things that I have done. So usually the best time to do all these, of course, is doing your mid-year review or year-end review or um, during the interview or resume process. But this is also something that can be really, really useful even for networking as well. So if you're someone who is kind of open to networking, um, either internally within the company or externally, these are um, value positioning statements that you can use as well. So it's not like, a, oh, only for like formal events, right, performance reviews or job search that you can use, but it's really something that really like kind of like defines your career. But the good thing is that you are the one crafting it. You're not leaving it to chance. You're not leaving it to someone else to craft that uh, value positioning statement for you, right? You're not leaving it to someone else to determine whether you're valuable or not. You first know what you can bring and you craft it out in a way and the right people, you know, if you follow the right job strategy, you follow my three-step framework to really get visible, 
you will get the recognition, you will get the opportunity. So that's really the sequence of how it works. So I just want to make sure that you are clear on step by step because a lot of people, they do it the other way around. They want to quickly impress. They want to do all this branding. They want to get all these opportunities, but they don't even know what they can bring to the table. So, so don't do it that way because that's kind of like the wrong sequence. If you do it that way, it's going to be really, really messy. So um, again, you know, if you haven't um, downloaded the guide, uh, make sure that you download it at www.mating.com. Now here's uh, one more thing I also wanted to mention as well because um, some of you have also asked me that, okay, you said that you have this program, so how does it work? So let me just show it to you very quickly. So if you are currently a student who is enrolled in my career course, The Copper Survivor, um, make sure that you go to the main program, which is um, here. It says The Copper Survivor. Now, the five-part bootcamp that I just told you, actually, I would say can be broken down into three parts and three phases. And this is really the three-step framework that I teach in my career course, The Copper Survivor, for nine five professionals. Now, remember we talked about clarity, confidence, competence, value positioning, and then the next day is going to be online branding. So phase one is all about the career clarity portion, not just within yourself, but more importantly, what does clarity in the corporate world mean? And this will cover mindset, culture, people, and personality. So make sure that you have clarity from all angles as you need. Then after that, you are then ready to get into phase two. So phase two is really like the day two and day three of the bootcamp that we talked about, right? It's confidence plus corporate skills, like competent, um, career confidence plus corporate skills, right, plus competence that we talked about. So this will have to go hand in hand, as I explained already, that you want to learn how to assess your skills, then you enhance. Assess, then enhance. You must, you must know what's off, what's wrong, then we can fix what's wrong or what's missing, right? Now, this is where value positioning comes in. So today we spend quite a lot of time talking about value positioning, and tomorrow we're going to get into online branding a little bit more, but I just wanted to show you that actually both are connected together. So for the third part, which is getting visible with personal branding, there will be two parts, networking on the job as well as LinkedIn online branding. So this is where your value positioning statement will come in handy because whether you're doing networking or you're doing your performance review, you're doing online branding, we're going to use the same value positioning because your entire career is only, it's only one journey. So you should be selling the same story. You cannot be changing left and right. Otherwise, it will be very, very confusing. So this is how the 5-Day Career Growth Book can really break down into like the three steps and the three phases that I teach. And this is really something that I want you to remember as well. So you need to get clear, then you get confident, then you get visible. In this order, is actually the best order to really have long-term career growth and long-term career success. Because if you don't have clarity, you won't have confidence. If you're not confident, you will not be spending any time to upskill. And if you don't have any of the three C's, clarity, confidence, and competence, your value positioning is, is not going to work out, right? Any branding that you're trying to do is also not going to work out as well. So make sure that you follow the, um, the right sequence, then really work on your value positioning statement. That's really the most important thing that you need to have for your career. And it's not something that you only use right now. It's something that will continue to evolve and you probably can look at it every year to see whether you know you have more value that you can bring and really pack up and make your elevator professional pitch sound even stronger. And this is really how you become more confident and really like continue to get more opportunities and the progression that you truly deserve. Okay? So if there's one thing that you take away from today's bootcamp is that please work on your value positioning statement because you you know we all have value that we bring. But for most people, they are unable to identify and then 
communicate with someone else the value that they bring. So, so, so don't let that be you because you are really missing on a lot of opportunities. So opportunities are abundant, but just make sure that you are writing that that professional pitch, right? You have confidence in what you bring and that will be conveyed and communicated through that professional pitch that I taught you today, okay? So, hope that you enjoyed today's bootcamp and tomorrow we're going to have the last part which is the online branding portion and then we're going to really wrap it up together. I hope that you have enjoyed the step-by-step bootcamp so far. So, try to make sure that you follow in the right step-by-step because if you jump the sequence, it's going to be really, really messy and it's designed step-by-step in a very intentional way because this is really the the right step that actually works. Not just for me, but hundreds of my students, my private coaching clients, you know, students who I wrote in my career course, that's how it works. That's how you get results. So again, if you haven't downloaded the um, guide yet, uh, make sure that you, down- you can get it downloaded at www.mating.com. And if you want to learn more about the career program that I showed you just now, um, the three-step framework is Corporate Survivor. You can learn more at www.mating.com or www.thecorporatesurveyor.co. So I hope that you have really, really enjoyed the camp so far and you're really truly intentionally thinking about your career and planning it in the step-by-step way that I've just taught you because this is really the proven way that really works. Okay? So with that, I wish you all the best and I'll see you soon. Good luck.